So Brian, I have to know, how'd you do during Black Friday? I was surprisingly well behaved during Black Friday. So uh, did you buy anything? Well, I mean, I bought I bought three off of the. Uh, I mean, I don't. I guess you don't really count it as Black Friday, but I bought. I got it during the week of Black Friday, uh-huh. basically, off the um, uh, Barnes and Noble sale. Uh huh. Oh, like, Criterion stuff. Yeah. So it's not technically a Black Friday deal, but I kind of counted it. I got uh, Squid and the Whale, One-Eyed Jacks, and Shortcuts. Um, but then other than that, I got like weird stuff like, you know, Death Hunt, Shout Factory was marked down. Not not like, you know, six ninety nine, but lower than I've ever seen it. And then there's a another one of those double features of Dennis Hopper's movie, The Hot Spot, and I can't even remember the other movie that's in there. And then I feel like I got one more thing that I'm blanking on. What about yourself? Um, so I ended up buying probably maybe like 10 Blu-rays from Amazon and then a couple of Blu-rays at Target on actual Black Friday day when I was out exploring deals and just you know seeing what what target had to offer and you're a brave man um it was actually not that bad this the yeah. store that we went to it was it was it was well past the morning rush of of people you know killing each other for for, for a cheap tv did you get uh, nemo for like 10 bucks or something? i did or that was dory sorry finding dory right that was uh, a ten dollar one um, I didn't score. even know that they had they were gonna have it that cheap, and I don't know if it ever got that cheap on Amazon. But I don't um, think so. Yeah, that was a good, uh, a nice find for me, um, and kind of in an unexpected one. I mean, it's just like I was watching all the deals all week, and I was tweeting out what I thought was good, and um, I did. I definitely was not paying attention to the actual like flyers for stores and to see like you know who was selling what for what price, and but I just kind of stumbled into Target and checked it out and they had some pretty cheap tvs there but i i held off i definitely didn't want to spend i didn't didn't want to buy a new tv although this month i've seen a number of you know colleagues and friends uh upgrade their tvs like david blakesley has recently upgraded his tv and and oh, our, 4k yeah they've gone 4k arc nice. also and uh oh that's awesome I'm and so they've been guys. like you know I've I've seen lots of conversations about, you know, the improved quality of the image and, you know, it just, it makes me so jealous. Crap. <laughs> I, you know, there were a couple of times during the, over the past week or so of watching deals where I was tempted to just go ahead and buy the 4K UHD version of a film because it was cheap. And oh. so there there was one instance where, um, Batman versus Superman, the the 4K UHD um, Blu-ray disc was on sale for like ten dollars. Yeah, and I I eventually talked myself out of it because I was like, Am I? Do I want to watch that movie again? Like, do I want to put myself <laughs> through that movie again? Like, um, but the quality, but the quality, right? Uh, so I, I it ended up not doing it. The the second instance, I think on Monday there was a deal on the Deadpool one, but I missed it. Uh, I, I, by the time I, like I had checked my phone and saw, I was like, Oh, this is, this is another good one. So I, I ended up missing that one. It had sold out. Um, so I'm kind of keeping my eye on that. Like, and I definitely have felt the pressure this last week of like, do I, and it, and it, and it feels like it felt when Blu-ray started and DVDs were, you know, I was I was buying lots of DVDs, and Blu-ray was out, and I was like, "Hmm, do I want to upgrade?" Am I? I don't have a player yet. Uh, is it going to be worth, you know, like rebuying movies or you know starting to get you know the Blu-ray versions that maybe come with the DVD? And now I'm now I'm feeling that same thing with the the UHD stuff. Yeah, I'm starting to feel it a little bit here and there too, but yeah, oh, once that once you open that door, man. But then I watch Blu-rays and I'm like, man, this looks amazing still. Yeah. Like, it looks so good. And uh, I guess like once, maybe once I have that TV and I can see the difference, you know, every day, then, you know, it's kind of like when you have like, a, like when Apple went retina with their, with their iPhones and everything. And, you know, if you try to look at a non-retina screen, it just looks 
you know, so terrible compared to, I guess you might, you might know that now with your new iPhone. Oh yeah, no, it definitely looks better by quite a bit. And, but when you go back to a non-retina screen, it just looks almost like, you know, fuzzy and terrible. Yeah. 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 So I, did you buy any like non-movie, any non-discs over the, over the Black Friday weekend? I don't think so. Oh, you know what? I mean, I bought a couple books. Um, but they weren't necessarily on sale, uh-huh. but there are definitely books that our listeners would be interested in. I bought the, um, uh, diehard official activity and coloring book, <laughs> which everyone should get cause it's amazing. Um, and then I also bought the Atari art of Atari book. Oh, nice. We have that at my store and I just, I drool over that thing all the time. It's so beautiful. beautiful. Yes. Yeah, so it's, beautiful. And it's not that expensive on Amazon. I think it's about 24. That's a good price. Yeah. So, I mean, it was anyway, I don't know what it is now, but yeah. so those are the only other things I bought the past week. I was really trying to keep myself in check and uh, yeah, it, it was relatively successful. I bought a couple of books also. I ended up buying because Amazon had that um, that coupon, co- that discount code where you could take $10 off of uh, books over $25, I think. Um, oh, nice. And so I ended up ordering The Art of Kung Fu Panda 3, which is one that I had had on my wish list. And I was kind of like, is one that I've been wanting to get. And I ended up getting it for like, you know, $15 or something like really cheap. Um, but then I also ordered The Godfather Diaries that new Coppola uh, book that just came out that is, I think out of stock everywhere. I don't know if they sold out, but Amazon was, Amazon had it for, it's like a $50 book. Amazon had it for 25. And so then I used that coup, that discount code on that and, oh. and just ordered it for 15, even though like they were out of stock and they're like, well, we'll ship it when we get it. But oh, I just right. wanted to like lock in that price. Uh, Cause it was like, it was just so cheap. So yeah, we were talking about this off mic, but I, I think, our listeners probably know, but you see that price and it says out of stock, do not pay attention and order that thing anyway. Just there's a chance it might get canceled, but most of the time you will get it. Maybe, maybe it's three weeks later. Maybe it's a little longer, but unless it's like an out of print thing, like one time I ordered, I tried ordering, you know, there was that one instance where Amazon like had a bunch of criterion out of print discs uh, available to purchase, even though, everyone was like, well, how did they get these discs? Like these are all out of print. And so we all put in orders for them. And then they eventually like a year or so got a year or so later got canceled. <laughs> yeah. But for the most part, it's like they will, they will eventually get it in stock and sell it to you at that price, you know, and that's, so don't miss out because of that. Did you buy anything for your family? Um, I, I sort of, eyeballed a few things but nothing came down in price that uh-huh. I was looking at so I will try and get them before the holiday you know maybe this week um, but um, yeah nothing that really was on sale so I wanted to do a little bit of follow-up um, from our last episode uh, and in that I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the discs that we had mentioned in uh, I think it was the last episode or maybe the one before that. But um, one thing that I had tweeted about in the time between our last episode and this one was that uh, that new Citizen Kane 75th anniversary edition that Warner Brothers put out uh, was released. And in it, I said, oh, you know, it's probably like a lot of the same features and everything. And after we recorded that, I went and like opened up the disc. And for anyone who's curious and was like, oh, should I should I get this 75th anniversary one? I already have the 70th. It is literally the exact same disc. Oh, I mean, wow. like all they did was put a new case around it. Like oh, it, if, if you put the disc in, it has like the same, uh, like if you, if you put the disc in and you start looking at like the metadata and everything on it, it is like they, you know, it, like it's the same artwork and everything. Like all they did was just take the discs that they had and put them in, in new cases or, you know, put like new, paperwork uh new sleeves in them so Ah. i mean you know that being said it is still a great disc and there are great supplements on it um but don't expect like any kind of new restoration from what was already on that other one you know uh, several years ago five years ago i guess good to know 
also i ended up watching uh some of those new olive film blu-rays that we had talked about last time uh you know specifically we had mentioned coffee and cigarettes the jarmish film and i watched that too i ended up rewatching it oh man i love that movie so much it is great it is so freaking charming yeah yeah i mean i still stand by what we said i think in that episode which is that you know not that you need a starter jarmish movie but it's nice because of the the way it's broken up yes but it's just so him and oh man yeah no eclectic cast yeah you said that in the last episode and uh I, I mean, I was like, oh, well, that, you know, he's not that hard to get into, but I think you're right. Like, I think this is such an easy film for anyone to watch and, you know, um, kind of get a taste of of his sense of humor, his style and like, you know, the people that he works with. And I, I think it is a good entry, like uh, gateway drug for Jarmish. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I wish it had, had a few extras or whatever yeah. more than it has, but um, still, I'm glad it's out on Blu-ray and everybody should drummers fans especially but everybody should really pick it up definitely a few pieces of news the uh, so we we've been talking and i actually got my disc but the the new uh restoration of the man who fell to earth which got a release in the uk and in france and and you know canada um this was one that studio canal had restored it's you know it was previously a criterion collection release and then went out of print um but Luckily, the folks at Lionsgate, who are the ones who have been working with Studio Canal ever since, uh, you know, Criterion lost everything, they are going to be releasing that new restoration of The Man Who Fell to Earth, uh, I think in January, and it's going to be available from Lionsgate. Uh, Right now, it's, I think it's like $25, Uh, so it's coming out on January 24th. You can pre-order it for $25. I think it has almost everything that was included with the the uk version um although it might not have the cd soundtrack but or might not have everything that was on that one but it is a very nice set and uh i almost wish that i hadn't ordered the uk version because now i wish i had just gotten the the us one but you know no big deal i guess um Another piece of news that I found kind of funny, but there is going to be a new reissue of the uh, Peter Jackson King Kong. This is one where, I mean, it's like almost certainly because of the new Skull Island movie that's coming out. Like this, you know, the Universal uh, is probably like, well, we need to make <laughs> we need to make some money off of <laughs> the fact that we have this this other movie. And well, so there's also in. Sorry, what do you think of that trailer? I think that trailer is pretty solid, so I'm sure they're like, people are excited about Kong now. Yeah, I think that trailer is awesome. I, I'm already a huge King Kong fan. Uh, I like Peter Jackson's version, and uh, I cannot wait to see uh, Skull Island. Um, I love how crazy they're going with it, how, like, yeah. how, you know, the crazy monsters and, you know, the humor that was in this latest trailer. Um, so psyched. Yeah, I think it's, and I love that it's set in like the seventies, um, so or sixties to seventies. I forget when it's set, but it, um, you know, I think that's a great idea. And I love My how wife bi- and I. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, I just love how big he is too. I love that they're making him like, you know, they need they're go they want to do a Godzilla versus King Kong movie, and so they need oh, to make him bigger. That's and, awesome. And so he's just like so much bigger than what he has <laughs> been in you know the past. So. I love yeah, that too. I, my wife and I got in, not in an argument, but she was talking, she was kind of like bemoaning the remakes and stuff. Um, and she's like, what is this new King Kong? She's like, how many times do we need to see King Kong? I'm like, I, they can make as many King Kongs <laughs> as they want to make. I will go see all of them. I think of all the remakes, that's the one that bothers me the least. Did you see, I'm sure you did. Did you see that uh, Kino is going to be putting out that movie uh, ape <laughs> yeah which is like the 1976 version it came out the same year as the other as the dino de Laurentiis. oh yeah I King forgot Kong. About that. Um, but it's also you know like kind of hot on the heels of jaws and all this stuff but it's also i think it's like is it like is it like south korean or it's like it takes some part of it takes place in south korea anyway like uh, you know, it's not good. It's definitely not as good as like the. Delantis. It's got a great poster, but one of those movies that will <laughs> cannot possibly live up to the poster. Yeah. So anyway, that one's coming out from from Kino. I think I forget. I don't know if they have a date for it yet, but they tweeted about the fact that they're releasing it. 
They're also going to be releasing, uh, just announced today, Howard Hawks' Redline 7000. Uh, they said first time on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, that's pretty amazing. I don't know if I've... I was looking around, and I don't see it, you know, any any DVDs of it, and there certainly aren't very many good clips uh, on YouTube of it. Yeah, I think it was only ever on VHS, um, and obviously not widescreen, and I've owned at least one bootleg of it on DVD. <laughs> um, it's, and I, I was telling you off mic, it's, it's, it's not like the most amazing movie, but it's definitely imbued with the spirit of Howard Hawks. Yeah. And, and I know Tarantino's a fan of it cause he recommended that his production designer look at it for Jackrabbit Slims, I think. Um, so it's, it's got some things that are interesting about it. Plus it's Hawks. Come on. And it hasn't been on, DVD or Blu-ray, so people should be excited if yeah. you're a Hawks fan like me. Stars James Caan from ni- yeah. 1965. Oh, also, I think um, I was reading that uh, George Takei, George Takei, George Takei is he has like a cameo or he has a small role in this movie. And this was yeah. before Star Trek. Yes, I forgot about that. That's true. Um, this is and I was, another piece of trivia on this one that I was looking up earlier is just that this is like the last non-western that hawks did before he before he stopped making movies i mean after this he did two more westerns and then that was it yeah i i think it's always interesting to look at i mean his westerns are great for the most part um but his non-westerns are really interesting to me for some reason so because it's just you're seeing similar you know themes and whatnot and and him doing his professionalism bit and whatever applied to a different context and it plays really well in westerns and it plays well in other things too but it's just always interesting to see the difference uh another western that kino is going to be releasing is the 1950 version of uh broken arrow from delmer daves um this one i don't, I don't know if we have a date yet for this one but um you know pretty exciting And then they're also going to be releasing the Sicilian Clan and a few other titles, but or a few other titles that they've announced since we last recorded. Shout Factory just announced today, I think it was today, that they're going to be releasing a new edition of Red Dawn. It's a Shout Select title, right? Oh, it is? Okay, interesting. I think so. I think I saw a post from their Shout Select Facebook. I wish they would do a Shout Select Twitter, but I know they aren't as into that. Um, what was the, wasn't there an addition? I'm sure this is not, not that, uh, you know, bigger trivia, but wasn't there like an addition years and years ago where there was like the kill count on the, on the disc? I feel like that was a thing, but I never, I don't know if I ever got that. It was, I'm going to have to look it up now, but like, I feel like there was one where, they would like on the screen it was like counting like the body count like <laughs> it was like a, it was like a not like a commentary track but like a text commentary almost where it was like counting the bodies as as the movie went along that's funny um yeah i wonder what year that was it must have been like anyway. it looks like it's had at least two or three blu-ray releases but they could be just repackaging oh yeah um so a few other things, uh, the folks at Criterion just the other day, just yesterday, uh, posted a, uh, you know, sent out their email newsletter and in it included a little drawing teasing uh, Coppola's Rumblefish. Yeah, I think one of the, I mean, not that they are stumping people all the time with their pictures, but this is the most direct like this is definitely what we're doing yeah. with this picture like I, I don't I mean maybe you heard some other interpretations but I feel like it's pretty obviously that and that's great and I'm excited I'm, I love that movie yeah I don't think I heard any other like guesses that uh that made you know I, I think some people like to just kind of joke with them and like you know come up with silly uh you know titles that might fit the the clue but I mean, it's it's clearly Rumblefish. This one was, this one got a release from Masters of Cinema years ago, but uh, you know, definitely a welcome addition to the collection. Yeah, nice black and white, stylish. It's great. Yeah. Um. The folks at Arrow have given an update today about the Donnie Darko 
Blu-ray, which is coming out next week, um, for anyone out there who hasn't pre-ordered it yet, um, I think they're saying that the stock at the Arrow website is getting pretty low. And so, you know, I'm sure a lot of the online retailers have have enough copies, but um, if you, you know, if you want it, don't wait too long because it might sell out. I actually ended up, as soon as I saw that post, I ended up uh, finally putting in my pre-order for it uh, from Amazon UK. I just didn't want to like miss out on this one, even though they're going to be doing like a, you know, the non-limited edition version of it. I just kind of wanted to get like the big box set of it. Cause they just like, they always sell out and it's always, I always end up kind of regretting it afterwards. Like, even though, you know, I, I still kind of regret not buying that, um, that, uh, Videodrome limited edition version. Like, even though I have all of the, most of the stuff in, that's included in it, I'm always just like, man, I should have just bought it when it was <laughs> right when it was still available. I think there has been a few other pieces of news. Flickr Alley has just, uh, they've announced a new title that's going to be coming out soon as well um you know recently over the past couple weeks they've released the new those two new cinerama releases um like the russian adventure and the best of cinerama but in april of 2017 they're going to be releasing this 1919 silent film called behind the door and this is coming out uh on blu-ray and this one um it's going to be released. I think it's restored. It was been restored by the San Francisco silent film festival. And yeah, so it's coming out the beginning of April, 2017. So, uh, very exciting. It's coming. It's going to include a Russian version of the film also, which, which was re-edited and retitled, um, but and distributed in Russia and then outtakes and, um, the behind the scenes, look at the restoration and, uh, Kevin Brownlow, uh, you know, I think he does a, um, he kind of talks about the director so very exciting. I still haven't got my Kevin Brownlow, my uh, Napoleon Blu-ray yet from Amazon UK, but it's, you know, theoretically in the mail. So hopefully it will come soon. Oh, you know, one thing that was just announced, I think today or yesterday is that Eureka, uh, Master of Cinema, is gonna, I think it's Eureka though, is going to be releasing um, Fright Night again on Blu-ray. Yeah. Here's the thing. Now, did you, they're saying new 4K scan. Uh-huh. And, but then I saw some people tweeting online today. They're like, well, but the the Twilight Time one was from a new 4K scan that Sony did. Now, is this the same new scan or is it a new, new scan? And I, 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 I didn't, I assuming new, new, but I don't know. Oh, I would assume that it's the new the that, Sony that Twilight Time used. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That I would, I mean, I can't imagine that there would be even, that there would be yet another scan of this movie. <laughs> like, it that does would just, seem, yeah. it just seems like excessive and unnecessary. And, you know, uh, clearly there's a, a lot of people out there who love this movie. I'm, I'm perplexed. And I don't mean that in a way that's like in any disrespectful way to the movie. Cause I actually yeah. like the movie quite a bit, but this obsession with it coming out over and over again, I, I don't know, I guess, Maybe it, because it, it has been limited in some way. It is baffling. <laughs> it's just such an interesting one to be the thing. You yeah. Know? I mean, I, I wonder, you know, did, so did the, did the second version of the Twilight Time one sell out? I forget now. I think, yeah. Okay. I think it sold out soon. I want to say soon after it, its release date, but I could be wrong about how long it actually took to sell out. And that was the one that was, um, that was the 5,000 run version yes yes huh yeah so so now we're on round three yeah and then there's still the potential that you know sony will do one over here maybe yeah like they have with christine and some Uh of those others aren't they doing another one too aren't they reissuing another twilight time blu-ray that maybe has sold out i can't remember i remember i think i just saw it recently on people i totally agree and I, i cannot remember what it is now um speaking of like twilight time releases and, and whatnot um, indicator uh, and pa- powerhouse films in the UK have announced some titles that are going to be coming out uh, in January and February, but they're going to be releasing um, vampires, John Carpenter's vampires and ghosts of Mars. Um, but then also the new centurions bunny Lake is missing the Anderson tapes and last detail. I think we've talked about some of those before, but um, I think like, 
I can't remember now if Ghost of Mars was new. That I, I don't think know. that had been announced. Yeah, I didn't until think so recently. But anyway, like they're kind of like the now the like UK alternative to um, Twilight Time, even though like these are also limited edition versions, um, although they are much cheaper. Even even you know importing them from the UK. Have you seen any of them yet, or have you talked to anybody that's seen them? I'm curious what how they. Uh, how I don't come only across. just in that I've seen people posting on Twitter like when they like you know UK friends who have got them, yeah, um, and then some people on the forums who have gotten them, but I don't know any. I haven't like, you know, I haven't looked in too deeply to the reviews to see if they differ much at all with the like the Twilight Time equivalents. Yeah, I can't imagine they're like different as far as the transfers really. Yeah. So. Oh, um, there's one, sorry, one bit of ahead. news before I forget. Um, Kino Lorber Studio Classics announced um, Love with the Proper Stranger. Um, this is a movie with Natalie Wood and Steve McQueen, and another one that, as far as I know, I think it only ever had a VHS release and never had a DVD, um, and definitely no Blu-ray. They don't mention it in their tweet, though. They usually play that up. I don't know. There might have been... an some blu-ray that slipped by me maybe it was a mod disc but um it's a really neat movie a really sweet um and yet kind of dark movie um directed by robert mulligan that i'm a huge fan of and I, I cannot wait for this disc i don't think they've given a date but it's obviously coming in 2017 so that's excellent uh the folks at the warner archive are going to be releasing the complete third and fourth seasons of the snorks Nice. This is coming out in, uh, let's see, when does this come out? Um, December 6th is the, and I think the, those are like the last of the seasons of the Snorks. I still can't believe they even made four seasons of the Snorks. Not, I can't again, either. <laughs> not bagging on the Snorks, but I just would have thought two maybe. Yeah. I Four seasons. I, as a kid, I mean, I remember watching the show, but I definitely have not seen every episode uh, of the show. Yeah, I, I'm sure of it now based on the fact that there's four seasons. <laughs> I am excited, though, to to get into this, although I need to, like, get it. I need to start Miranda on this stuff soon because she is, like, quickly outgrowing so many things, like shows <laughs> and, and books and stuff that are just, like, that I thought, like, oh, you know, we'll get into this one day. But I'm like, oh, man, if we don't get into this soon, she's going to be she's going to be too old for this stuff pretty soon. Daddy, that's kid stuff. <laughs> Thankfully, I raised mine on so much cartoons that, and, and I'm sure she's the same way in a lot of respects. As far as they just love animated stuff. Yeah. Um. So I'll throw, you know, Peter Potamus at her, or um, you know, any of those um, the Kino animation stuff, mm -hmm. and and you know, I mean, with varying degrees of su success. If the show isn't great, she may not go for it. But I was I was really surprised how much. Um, but I do owe Warner Archive a great deal for constantly, you know, obviously it's slowed down a bit, but putting out those old, you know, um, Hanna-Barbera shows so that I can continue to sort of keep them every once, every, you know, every two, three months, throw in a new disc on a Saturday morning and kind of see how she responds to it. It's always fun. Yeah. Years ago, they did those Saturday morning cartoon collections for like the 60s, 70s and 80s. And I kind of wish they would do, well, maybe it wasn't Warner Archive, but it was like Warner Home Video who did that. And then Warner Archive has since kind of picked up all of those shows and, you know, released them in, in complete seasons. But I love that idea of like the Saturday morning cartoon collection. Um, oh, yeah. Even though, you know, it's not a complete set or anything, but it's still fun to like get one of those discs out and just to kind of like watch, you know, a handful of random episodes that are, you know, that aren't of the same show. Yeah, it definitely simulates, you know, what it was like when we were younger. Yeah. Um, man, I wish Miranda had something, some equivalent of Saturday morning cartoons on Saturday now. Yeah, like, I hadn't thought about that, but because we I, we make our own so much. Yeah, I know. Oh, I wish I didn't have to make my own. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. It's kind of sad. So a couple of other um, Eureka titles that are going to be coming out, they're going to be releasing... Uh, the Gus Van Sant film Finding Forrester with, um, you know, starring Sean Connery. Very that, interesting choice. Yeah, that one's like a Eureka release, not a Masters of Cinema release. But then they're going to be releasing uh, Man for All Seasons, 
with uh you know from fred zimmerman zimmerman uh, that one's coming out on February 20th as well. And then uh, Cover Girl, also the Charles Vidor film. The folks at uh, Lionsgate have announced a couple more of the Vestron uh, video releases coming to Blu-ray in January. Oh, yeah, this is exciting. Uh, Lair of the White Worm and Parents. Especially Parents. Yeah. Parents uh, starring Randy Quaid and uh, who is the director on that one? Oh, that's uh, Bob Balaban. Oh, right, Bob Balaban. Okay, so, uh, I, so, tell me a little bit about this one. <laughs> um, it, so it's it's a really dark movie that is sold as a comedy and definitely has comedy to it, but it's it's dark. I mean, it's a basically about a f- to a kid who finds out his parents are cannibals, uh-huh. and that's. I mean, I don't want to go much further than that, but yeah. But that's kind of the gist of the story, and it's 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 interesting to watch it in succession with my boyfriend's back, which is Balaban's movie he made next after that. I think it's next, um, which is much more of a straight comedy in the zombie horror vein. But it's I just find it really interesting that Bob Balaban, the actor, would make films like these. You just look at him, and, and it kind of makes sense, but it kind of really makes you go, huh. But in a good way. I mean, I I think Parents is a great and interesting cult movie, and uh, I'm really excited it's coming out. And then Lair of the White Worm is Ken Russell, Mm -hmm. you know, in his very trippy phases. Um, So that thing's pretty great, too. I'm excited about those, too. Yeah, me too. Uh, I wanted to mention this as well. Uh, The folks at Grasshopper Films have launched a new home video label uh, where they will be selling Blu-rays and DVDs of some of their titles. They launched this last week um, around the week of around the time of Black Friday, and so they didn't have artwork up at the time. I wonder if they do now, but they, um, you know, if, if you're not familiar with them, they they've released a handful of kind of like foreign and art house films. You know, they're they're along the lines of someone like you know, Zeitgeist or Cinema Guild, um, or like, you know, music box films kind of in, in that tier of independent distributor. Um, definitely some really exciting thing, uh, titles, including, you know, Kate plays Christine or this Hong Sang Soo film right now, wrong then. Um, there's this movie Kylie blues, uh, and, you know, forgive my pronunciations, but this is this Chinese film that came out in 2015 but that one's going to be put on Blu-ray and just, you know, some of the images and, and trailers and clips and things that I've seen of it just looks so beautiful. Um, and that one's going to include, you know, a short film from the director as well as uh, the feature film. Um, the Blu-rays, you can still pre-order them. I think they're a little bit more than what they were during the sale during Black Friday, but um, I I definitely will plan on picking up. I think they're only releasing, I think of these six titles, I think it's like two Blu-rays and four four of them are only going to be on DVD, but it's mostly just because they, you know, they're a small company and they, it's going to be, you know, an expensive endeavor to get into home video for them. And, um, but hopefully this will be, you know, hopefully this will work out well. So, uh, I will definitely support them. Um, one thing that I totally meant to mention in our last recording, because I, I had this like piece of news that I had tweeted about, but you know, the, the official press release still hadn't gone out, but, um, and it, it's big for me because this is a movie that I have like been waiting to come back into print for a long time, uh, years now, uh, Pinocchio, the Disney film, this is getting a Disney signature collection edition, um, in February or January, February. Um, but, uh, oh, January 31st, 2017. Um, but basically my story with this is that this is one of those movies where it came out on Blu-ray, you know, in my phase of like, I'm, I don't know if I really need Blu-ray. I still like DVDs. And so (laughs) I didn't buy the Blu-ray and I bought the DVD and I have like regretted it ever since then because it went out of print and then it got really expensive and then I, I ended up just importing it, the region two one because it was just like, you know, it's so cheap and, uh, you know, I was happy to get that. But in the back of my mind, I was always like, well, if I come across a region one Blu-ray, you know, of Pinocchio for cheap, then I'll just, 
I'll, I'll, I'll replace my region two one because I want to, you know, I want to be, uh, have like a full collection of the Disney Blu-rays and I'm so glad that they're doing this. Like I had been expecting this. It seemed like there were some anniversaries that have passed in the past few years where they could have brought it out of, you know, back into print, but they didn't. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm so glad that it's going to be available now. This is one of the, one of the handful of Disney movies that we haven't shown to Miranda yet. Um, I don't know what we're waiting for exactly with this one, but I, I think we're just kind of like, you know, pacing ourselves and like, you know, letting her get into them, you know, at, at, at a, not trying to just show her everything all at once. Um, yeah. Like, you Good know, to save room. Yeah, exactly. We recently within the last couple of weeks finally showed her like Alice in Wonderland and uh, she really liked it a lot. Have you shown her the Fox and the Hound? No, that's probably another one that I'll, I guess we probably should show that her to that one soon. I, oh, that I'm, one's pretty sad though, right? That's, totally. Yeah. And I, I noticed it a couple times I've thought about buying the Blu-ray and then, and then it was 1499 sale at Voodoo this week. And I was like, oh man, I should really show it to her. But then I just started thinking about it. And I'm like, oh man. And the song got in my head, the best of friends. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, no, that's just too sad. Cause, cause then I was like, okay, yeah, maybe we'll watch it once. But then, like, why do I want to pay fourteen ninety? So I, I should just check it out from the library or something like that. I think we own it, but uh, yeah, we definitely haven't shown it to her yet. Um, there are a couple of Pixar movies too that we still haven't shown her. Like, we still haven't watched The Incredibles with her, or um, Toy Story three is another one that where I'm kind of like, oh, it's pretty dark. So yeah, I'll just that, I'll let that, I'll, I'll wait. That was an interesting one because that's that was one of Raven's first. Um, Pixar movies and first movies and we were like oh man how's this gonna go mm-hmm. um, I mean not first movie I mean she was but she was young when she saw it and and she was obsessed with it for when the Blu-ray came out for literally like a year um, <laughs> and then it sort of went away but now you're making me think I need to revisit Incredibles because I've shown it to her but it's been a while and uh, you know I think I, I think I think sometimes I'm just like I overthink how dark some movies are oh no that's it's dark there's that moment on the conveyor belt that's when they look at each other and you're like whoa well there and you know (laughs) there's a moment too when he's like down in the caves and he's coming across like the dead bodies of some of the heroes oh yeah oh yeah no no i i I thought we were still talking about yeah no that's it's definitely oh the conveyor belt in toy story 3 yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. but 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 no you're right and the same thing with 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 incredibles yeah but i think i'm i'm past she i mean she watches you know, Young Justice and other things. Yeah. And granted, there aren't dead bodies in that, but she's fully imber- in, sort of in, immersed in the superhero world now. And I yeah. feel like, you know, any of that darker stuff would just pass by and she could just enjoy it. And I haven't honestly just haven't watched it in a few years. So I need to jump back in. You know, so curious that that King Kong Ultimate Edition is coming out because they're they're not releasing it on ultra high definition blu-ray is just a, a, a re-release of the blu-ray and i think it comes with all of the different supplements that have been available previously i don't know if there's anything new like for exclusive for this one but uh so it's so funny too because just like within the last month or so i i i you know dusted off my old briefcase version of that production diaries dvd release that that they put out before king kong came out in theaters oh yeah and uh i love that thing so much (laughs) how long was that like whole it's like a few hours it's like three hours worth of production diaries but you know it was just like those were all available online and then before the movie hit theaters they put out that dvd set and i remember like i just remember that was an interesting period for me because i was like you know, reading ain't it cool news all the time. And they were all really excited about it. And, um, I just remember like being so excited to get this DVD set and watch everything. And, you know, there's that, there's that moment when they do like the April fools, uh, episode where, where they do, what are they like with the, the son of Kong where he like, where they're like, Oh, we're, we're thinking about doing a sequel too. you know, universal is greenlighting a sequel to do son of Kong. And it's going to be this, you know, albino, uh, gorilla fighting Nazis. And, and they, <laughs> they do this whole fake, uh, thing. 
you know, and then they just never talk about it again. But that's, <laughs> but that's like their April Fool's uh, bit in there. It's Very so nice. fun. Yeah. Well, Brian, we've had a lot of weeks of releases uh, recently that we haven't covered. And so we can kind of like, you know, touch on some titles that have come out um, in the past few weeks. Um, you know, specifically, we're gonna, you know, there are a few titles coming out, uh, to, you know, this week on on the 6th, including, you know, I guess the the individual release of Mad Max Fury Road, which includes the black and chrome edition is coming out and Criterion is releasing the Buñuel film, The Exterminating Angel. Cohen is putting out the new Blu-ray of Howard's End. Um, Criterion is also putting out Heart of a Dog and, you know, the Bruce Lee films from Shout Select are coming out. Um, Phantasm remaster. Is that coming out uh, this week also? Yeah, I think so. I think I was just looking at the stuff and Phantasm and then that new one that Mm-hmm. Um, let me. I'll double check it though while you're going through the rest. And then let's see. So last week there were a few titles that. Oh, also this week is that that Secret Life of Pets movie. Uh, Miranda saw it in theaters. I still haven't seen it, but she totally loved it. So if you have kids, it's probably going to be a fun one for your kids. Yeah, I've heard people call it Toy Story with with you know pets or whatever, <laughs> yeah. which I can kind of see. There's a little bit of that there. But it's, you know, it's it's not, like, amazing, but it's definitely a kid crowd pleaser. Yeah. My daughter loves it. You know, she's we've had it on Voodoo since it came out. I didn't even wait, you know, to get it. So um, it's definitely one that, you know, little, little, little girls certainly and probably little boys too will, like, definitely enjoy. Last week, um, Disney put out both the BFG, the new Spielberg adaptation, um, which looks amazing, and the uh, also the kind of um, the new remake of Pete's Dragon, uh, which I still haven't seen, but has just like gotten so many great reviews. Uh, I I really can't wait to watch it. I'm curious if it'll uh, affect you like it did me. I mean, it's again there there are things about it that I don't like, but I can't deny that I was emotionally hooked by it uh-huh. and got a little. Uh, a little dusty in the theater when I saw it. it was, it's pretty, but you know, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm just an old sap. Yeah. Um, that movie Don't Breathe came out last week. Also the one with, um, it was, uh, what is it? Fidi Alvarez, the one who did like the remake of the, the Evil Dead a few years ago. And this is the one with, you know, the blind, with um, Stephen Lang. He's like the, the blind uh uh, veteran who kind of like terrorizes these kids who go in and break into his house. And um, it got some, you know, it got mixed reviews, uh, but I think most, most people were into it. And I remember seeing like some, some preview clips of it uh, at Comic-Con. And so uh, I still haven't watched the movie yet, but it, uh, I've, I've from people that I know who have seen it, they, you know, they've, they've intrigued me enough to want to watch it myself. So yeah, it's, it's not, it's a good ride. Um, I mean, I saw it in the theater and then I watched it again with my wife. Um, and it's, it's some good suspense. Definitely. He knows how to, you know, put it, put together a nice suspenseful sequence. Uh, that new box set of back to the future came out last week. Also the one that included all of the animated series as well as the three films plus the documentaries and, and, you know, in this nice little digi book, uh, box set packaging. So it's a little expensive right now, especially if you, if all you need are like the animated, uh, series, like you can probably, I don't know, is the animated series available as by itself? I think so. I I think it's just available on DVD. I've actually had it on my, I haven't checked the price recently, but I've had it on my wish list for a little while. Cause it's another one that I've been running through like eighties incarnations of, you know, TV cartoon versions of like teen wolf mm. and, you know, uh, big bill and Ted's excellent adventure and, you know, whatever I can, I'm like, okay, we'll see if Raven goes for this. So that's <laughs> on my list. I need to do it. Cause actually, I, Oh, that's something I, I want to talk about just for a second is that I showed over the holiday weekend. I showed Raven back to the future for the first time. Nice. And, it was interesting. I mean, she liked it, but she, I just caught her on a day where she felt like, 
manipulating me. So she was like, you know, we got halfway through it and she was like, I want to stop. And I was like, no, 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 we got to finish the movie. She's like, okay, I'll make a deal with you. And she goes into this. She's been doing that a lot lately. I'll make a deal. So she's like, if you play with me upstairs with my Legos for a little while, then we can finish it. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll give into this terrorism. Oh, man. But um, so it wasn't like a great experience because I had to break it up. Uh, but she liked it. You know, I, ho- I hope to get her into the sequels. But anyway, my original plan was I'll get the animated series. Mm-hmm. That'll be my way in. And uh, I should have done that, I think. Have you, I don't think this is available anywhere, but like, did you ever watch James Bond Jr.? No, I've heard of it. And I don't think I ever saw it. Though. I don't think it's available on DVD. It was like, it was like early nineties. It was like 91, 92, I think. So it was like after the 80s stuff, but it's kind of, it's interesting. I don't think anyone has put it out though. Officially. I think there's lots of bootleg DVDs of that out there though. Um, let's see what else came out. We're we still should... talking about the 29th. Uh, we can talk about whatever you want. Okay. Well, just two real quick things. Uh, maybe three. Um, Kino Lover Studio Classics put out this movie called Biggles Adventures in Time, mm-hmm. which I think you might like. Um, it's it's definitely one that people were aware of. Um, th- I, I had never seen it, but it definitely had its fan base, and it's it's an interesting sort of like character unstuck in time kind of story where this guy in quote unquote present day New York finds himself pulled back to like. World War One, where he has to help this his time twin, this guy Biggles, um, stop the Germans uh, from using this sound weapon they've developed, and so he bounces. He'll he'll just randomly fall into the World War One time thing, and then eventually there is a point where one of the characters jumps forward in time. Too, it, it's not amazing necessarily, but it's you know I'm a sucker for time travel movies. I think you're a big fan of them too, so. It's it's not bad. Um, and then Shout Select put out the Tammy show and the Big TNT show, which is two concert films um, that uh, I'm a big fan of uh, the Tammy show. I think they do a nice trailer from hell on it. Uh, I think Alan Arkish is a big fan. But um, the TN- Big TNT show I haven't seen. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's been on DVD or not, but... This is a just another kind of a cool entry in the Shout Select uh, family, as it were. They're they're just doing a lot of interesting stuff with with that uh, imprint. I'm I'm really excited about it. So that's one I think people should pick up if you're into '60s music. It's mostly '60s artists, uh, blues and rock. And then uh, the week before that, we, and we had mentioned some of these titles in the last recording, but um, you know, Kubo and the Two Strings came out from like a uh a, such a beautiful movie i we charmaine and i finally got a chance to watch it uh miranda kept like miranda kept saying that she didn't want to watch it because she thought it was going to be too scary for her and so eventually charmaine and i were like well let's just watch it ourselves after she goes to bed and so we did oh so she still hasn't seen it no she still hasn't seen it but i, you I hope know, she likes it raven likes this one too i think we'll probably wait another year or two before we show it to her like sure um I think it gets a little again like I'm such a baby about showing her like people dying and stuff but like there's I, some, there's I totally some dark get stuff it. in it no I totally get it I mean the dying characters thing has now become such uh, such a thing that happens like in all yeah I know I it's mean, like how do you get around it you know there's a certain recent release Disney movie that there's a character in it right away where you're like oh well this one can't possibly last I don't, I'm, I'm being vague for whatever stupid reason, but we can talk about it specifically off mic later if you want. But but it just seems like something that happens all the time. So I'm, I think Raven's gotten used to it at this point. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't make it easier or less of an kind of not odd trend, but I don't know. I just I guess I felt like I remember a time in, in kids' movies where they didn't do it. But it seems like it's definitely been something that's been happening for longer than just recently well we can we can always just watch and rewatch all of the the studio ghibli miyazaki movies (laughs) because hardly anyone ever dies in those that's true that's true but i think kubo is really great and a movie that i liked when i saw it the first time but have come to like even more each time i've seen it since and i think that happens to me with almost all of the Leica movies actually Mm -hmm. yeah me too um 
I actually took Miranda to see the box trolls in theaters um, twice. And she nice. was probably, again, like probably too young for it. And she, there are moments in that movie that kind of scare her still. Uh, but yeah. So uh, also on the 22nd was, uh, we saw the release of Return of the Living Dead 3 from Vestron, the, the collector series. Um, Criterion put out One-Eyed Jacks and Squid and the Whale. Um, Arrow put out uh, Chud and then Vestron put out Chud 2. Um, let's see what else. The Undying Monster from Kino. Yeah, I got a chance to finally see that movie with this Blu-ray. And it's it's cool. I mean, it's... um. It's a little short on monster. Like yeah. there's not quite enough monster for me in it, but it definitely feels like Fox trying to do their universal horror thing. Totally. You know, just a really straight up, what, how can we do this kind of thing? Yeah. But it's cool that they put it out. They're also going to be putting out in uh, a couple weeks on the 13th, um, another film from John Brom, who, who directed The Undying Monster, uh, they're putting out the lodger, uh, which is, I guess is it his adaptation of the Hitchcock film or his yeah. remake, his remake of the Hitchcock film. Yeah, or it's the same book or subject matter. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's straight off the Hitchcock, but I know that I like his version of it better than I like the Hitchcock nice. version of the lodger. So, you know, and that's not to say that that again Hitchcock's isn't great, but I just really like John Brahms' version of it. I thought it was really good. I saw it as a double feature with uh, Hangover Square. Um, which is another great John Brown movie that I think Kino announced a while back as a Blu-ray for next year. Um, but yeah, check out John Brown. He's a really interesting dude. Um, also, uh, Screen Factory released Cronenberg's uh, Rabid. Um, and again, I think we I think we mentioned these before. And then also To Live and Die in L.A. The the um, the uh, Shout Select Shout Select William Friedkin film. Yeah, that that's definitely, you know, one of my favorite discs of the year. Yeah. And I, I just, I, in rewatching it, I realized so many things that I love about it, including you know William Peterson and Willem Dafoe are both great, and and the car chase in it is still one of the best ever in a movie. And so that's two movies he's done that have two of the greatest car chases of all time. So I, I don't know, but I think this is the one that people forget about. You know, everybody remembers the French connection and and I remembered this had the chase, but I just forgot how awesome it is and how like it gets like three quarters of the way done. And you're like kind of just letting go of your gripping the couch or whatever you're doing. And then they, they do, they take it to a, another level. They take it further. It keeps going. So I just miss, it made me realize how much I miss car chases in movies done in that practical way where you can really feel it. I don't know. Uh, so I don't know when, so we, we have, we definitely have to do an end of the year, best of, you know, our favorite discs of the year episode in the coming weeks, you know, as we get closer to the end of the year. Um, I don't know if we'll end up recording next week, but um, there are a lot of great titles coming out uh, on the 13th. You know, as we get closer to Christmas again, like so many title, you know, they, so many of the studios kind of just like slow things down for the for this last month of the year. But there are some pretty good things coming out next week, including um, the, the the Hellraiser box from Arrow, which is getting a oh, U.S. Yeah. release uh, next week. Black Christmas, the Scream Factory edition of that, which um, I've seen, you know, lots of people posting pictures of their, you know, all the, the stuff, the goodies that come with their version of it that they bought from, from Scream Factory. So I was literally just watching it tonight <laughs> with my wife. Does it, how does it look? Does it look great? It looks good. I mean, yeah. they do have a warning at the front that's like, this is a new K- 2K scan. And oh, what did it say? It was like, we, we didn't use any DNR on it. Mm-hmm. So it, lo- you know, it has the original grain mm-hmm. and, um, but it felt like kind of like a an apology. Yeah. But it looks good. I mean, it it, it is grainy, you know. But I I don't think it's one of those movies that I don't. If you expected it because it came out from Warner Brothers on VHS or DVD, if you expected it to look like a shiny horror movie, then you're not. That's not. That's unrealistic. I think. Yeah. So it, it feels like what it is, which is like a lower budget Canadian, you know, movie from the seventies. So. 
I don't know. I th- I wasn't disappointed with the transfer personally. Uh, also, uh, out from Criterion next week is uh, the Asphalt Jungle, the John Huston film, as well as Fellini's Roma. Uh, two pretty exciting films uh, from Criterion. Oh, and Dreamscape from um, yep. Scream, which I was watching with my wife too, and is much more fun than I remember for what it is. Uh, the folks at the Film Detective are going to be releasing The Man Who Skied Down Everest, and then uh, a couple of other titles that uh, you know people should keep their eye on, like um, Arrow is putting out the Abel Ferrara film Driller Killer, and Creepshow 2, the new uh adaptation of ben-hur is coming out next week although that one just did so incredibly poorly at the box (laughs) office that like uh i don't think i read any good reviews of it but yeah um the twilight time stuff comes out technically the 13th including um stardust memories which i'm really looking forward to from woody allen Uh uh-huh um Let's see what else comes out. Oh, The Three Worlds of Gulliver. That's one that oh, I yeah. definitely want to pick up. Um, Barefoot then, Contessa. Yeah, Nicholas Nickleby also. So um, exciting stuff. Did you, man, they had a crazy good sale. Uh, I don't know if you needed any of them, any of the discs, but like, did you the see the Kino sale thing. on uh, Screen Archives, the the Twilight Time sale? Oh, yeah. Um I, you know what? I glanced at it, and there was actually a couple that I wanted to get, and then I got distracted with work and stupid stuff, and I didn't go back, and I should have, because it was a really good sale. It was. There were, like, um, titles for, like, $8, you know, like, the like cheapest that they have ever... Oh, they're still available. Oh, no way. Uh, yeah, so if you go to t- Screen Archive's website and you just sort low to high for prices, you can still get, you know... Alamo Bay, Beloved Infidel, Bonjour Tristesse, um, Drums Along the Mohawk, Jane Eyre. Like all these Blu-rays are $8 right now over there. Drums Along the Mohawk, 8 bucks. Yeah. That's great. Um, Pony Soldier, also 8 bucks. Rapture, Swamp Water. Like all these, all those old Twilight Time Blu-rays, like some of their first ones that they ever did. Um, you know, The Wayward Bus and Roots of Heaven, Bite the Bullet. Like all these ones are so cheap. Um so yeah, if you have been, if you if you need to fill in any of the gaps in your Twilight Time collection, I don't know if they're trying to get rid of stock or what, but like they're just really cheap right now. Yeah, I feel like they've been either paying more attention to the fact that they can drum up more interest if they do more sales, um, or what I don't know what it is, but it feels like in the last year or two, we've seen a lot more sales from them on their site and through screen archives. Mm -hmm. And that just makes me happy because I know that there are a lot of people that have been avoiding them because of the prices still, um, which is fine. I get it, but they're missing out. And so I'm glad that this is happening and we're getting people, hopefully maybe some new people in, into the twilight time, you know, world. Mm -hmm. Well, Brian, I think that might be it. Do you have any other things that you wanted to mention or talk about any releases upcoming or, or past that you've caught up with? Um, I don't think so. I think we've mostly covered the stuff that, um, Oh, one, Oh, two real quick ones. Um, that I don't think we talked about on other shows. Um, we we did talk about time after time. Now that I think about it, that was one a little we, bit. Yeah, we talked about just just that it's kind of like such a great premise for a film and uh, is is now available on Blu-ray yeah, from the Warner yeah. Archive. That's definitely one that I mean could be in my best disc. Really, I mean, just because I yeah. like the movie so much, it's one of those where it maybe wouldn't make the list because of the features. Or I mean, it's there's not that much, but it's just such a good movie. Anyway. Um, but Pretty Poison from Twilight Time, I was able to watch, um, and that just came out uh, last week. I can't, I'm not sure which, but that's definitely one that I feel like I want to put on people's radar again. I think we've mentioned it on the show, but um, it's just such a great movie and such an unsung sort of little cult thing that um, with Anthony Perkins and Tuesday Weld, both fantastic in it. Um, I'm just so excited. This is for me like, you know, breaking away cutters way level, you know, excitement. You know, these are movies that I really love and I'm really excited to see on Blu-ray. Anyway, that's 
the only thing I, I wanted to mention. I was trying to think of what it was. Well, thanks everyone for downloading the show. And uh, again, I'm, I'm not sure when we'll be recording next, but it'll probably be in the coming weeks and we'll probably do a best of the year episode uh, talking about, you know, our favorite uh, Blu-rays and DVDs for the year. So stay tuned for that and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.